Hey everybody, it's Danny. I want to say thank you for tuning in to the Heartway Podcast. And I want to give a special thanks to those of you who are tuning in from really all over the world. We're so grateful that you are a part of our community and that you listen in on an ongoing basis. If you've been encouraged by what you've heard, I want to ask you to share this with a friend. You never know the impact that one of these messages can have in another person's life. And if you yourself have been impacted and you'd like to continue to partner with us to keep this work going, Check us out at heartwaychurch.com slash give. Every dollar that you give goes a really long way towards helping us do what it is that we do. Well, we love you. Really hope you enjoy the podcast. Good morning, Heartway. Yo, I almost thought I needed to hop back down there, man. Our musicians were going hard. I was like, man, today's the day for praise and worship. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it's always beautiful to be here with you guys, to be able to commune, spread love, get connected together. You guys know the drill. This is when I get into my jazzy voice. You know, <laughs> you know um, I was talking to God this morning. Usually when I know that I'm going to be up here, I just say this little prayer when I wake up in the morning. I say, Lord, just bring me whatever message it is that you want for me to speak to your people. And I didn't hear anything, right? No, I was just like, that's cool. God's probably making some coffee, you know what I'm saying? I caught him early. I've been up late. I've been up early, Jesus. I understand, you know? Like another hour went by and I was like, all right, Lord, you're usually not tardy, you know? <laughs> and he still didn't bring me anything. And I finally asked him, I was like, Lord, what's, what's going on? Why, you know, I, I usually have a level of confidence. I'm going to intuitively receive a message from God. <laughs> and then it hit me. I felt him saying, I didn't say nothing to you because this isn't about you. This is about understanding that no matter what we've experienced, no matter who we are, we don't need any authority to speak to us about our relationship with God. There is no middleman. There is no liaison. It's just you and God. You really don't need anything outside of you to connect with him in a practical way. When we're searching for peace, when we're searching for healing, when we're searching for answers, we have this tendency to look outside of ourselves. If I can get a partner that loves me properly, then I can feel loved. If I can achieve some kind of amazing goal and have people see me and give me positive reinforcement for it, then I can find worthiness, but ultimately, there's this spiritual teacher named Krishnamurti who said, when we're looking outside for things, we're just beggars. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you're looking for that thing in a person or a book, <laughs> whether it be a holy book or not. If you're looking outside of you because you think it's not in you, then you're a beggar. Not realizing that when Jesus died on the cross, it said that the veil in the temple ripped from top to bottom. 
which was God simply saying, I give you access. And so in this moment, simply take this as an opportunity to allow yourself to experience your relationship with God and feel the authority of knowing that you don't need anything outside of you to feel and experience oneness with him. And so with that being said, I invite you to get comfortable. There's no right or wrong way to do this. This isn't about doing it all. If it so pleases you, you may close your eyes with me. And as you just begin to bring awareness to your breath, Continue to bring a little more and a little more focus to your in-breath and out-breath. Know in this moment that there's no one else here but you. This is your time. This is God's time. With every inhale, feel yourself taking in the love of God the peace that surpasses all understanding. And as you exhale, let go of every weight, every struggle, every worry. Now that we've set that intention, let us take a breath together. There's nothing you need to do. Responsibilities here. Surrender to the comfort of responsibility less being. Just be. See if 
you can bring your full awareness to your breath. Notice it warming your diaphragm, tantalizing your stomach as that breath gives you comfort, gives you safety, and gives you solace. Like you're resting in warm, loving arms. or sensations <laughs> they're not a threat to you just observe them they are merely dancers on the screen of your awareness just observe are slumping, your fingers are loosening just a little bit more, the tension in your chest is loosening up. say the word now, you're going to experience a level of comfort and weightlessness, like you are floating on a cloud of pillows, a peace that is 10 times deeper where you are. Don't anticipate it. You're going to experience that now.
let's breathe in this peace. Good morning, everybody. 
How are we feeling? Good? Refreshed? Happy to be here? Describe to me with one word how your week was. Amazing. We got two amazings. All right. What was that? Roller coaster. Wow. Motivated. Good. Anybody else? What? I don't believe that happy, bro. That came, that came out a little weird, bro. Okay. Good. Awesome. Anybody feel like? Yeah. I like that. You cheated. You looked at the screen. Wow. Wow. That's nice. Cliff is just like, it's like the, the black Mr. Rogers, man. This guy, this guy like took his, his daughter out for a daddy-daughter date. I mean, you're, you're amazing, bro. Blessed. When you hear that word blessed, what typically tends to come to your mind? Good things, peace. A lot of us, when we think of a blessing, we automatically think of external things like money. Whoo, what a blessing. <laughs> a new job opportunity, man, blessed. A new girlfriend, a new man, I'm blessed. Health, blessed. Yes, my guy Tommy's like, yes, I receive it. Come on. Come on, preacher. Bless me. All of those things are incredible blessings, gifts from above that we should celebrate and be very grateful for. However, I think it's important for us to note that a blessing is not simply something that we receive. It's also something that we can become. Blessedness is essentially a state of mind. And it's not so much about wanting and hoping and expecting for God to do good things for you. It's about knowing that you are already blessed. It is already your reality. God has blessed you. It's not just that I got to wait for God to bless me in the future. God has already blessed you and made his face to shine upon you. So when you think like you're blessed and you talk like you're blessed and you act like you're blessed, life will follow suit. It has to because now you're looking at it totally differently. But in order for this to happen, there's an internal shift that needs to occur in the way that you look out at and perceive the world. And that internal shift is about not focusing so much on what God can do for you and how God can bless you, and it's about starting to focus more on walking in God's blessing. Walking in the blessing that has already been given to you. Living in the awareness that you are already blessed. 
What does the word blessed mean? That's important so we can be on the same page. Well, the notion of blessing carries with it this idea of human flourishing. In the scriptures, the Greek term blessing literally means happiness or bliss. What does it look like to live in a state of happiness and bliss? To be blessed is to walk in divine favor. To know that you are favored. What effect will that have on your life if you moved like that and spoke like that and thought like that? The question is, how can we operate in that mindset when our feelings don't seem to match up with that reality? Here's the thing about feelings. Feelings need to be welcomed and embraced and processed but feelings do not need to be followed. If you wanna live in a state of blessedness, you have to learn the art of acting the way you want to feel. Hi, long time. Uh, a long time Hartway person who moved and now you're back. Good to see you. love you. So you have to learn how to act the way you want to feel. I know that sounds weird to some of us, but when you act the way you want to feel, you begin to generate that desired emotion within yourself. What does that look like in practice? Well, if you feel lazy, act motivated. If you feel sad, act joyful. If you feel anxious, act calm and secure. If you feel irritated, act lovingly. When you act the way you want to feel, you produce those desired emotions within yourself. Your feelings will catch up to your behavior. You won't be able to do this, however, if you're stuck in your head. What I'm not telling you to do is think that you're happy when you're really not. Try and convince yourself that you're motivated when you feel the complete opposite of it. No, no, no. I'm just saying behave that way. In the same way that we can think and feel our way into a certain kind of living, we can also live our way into a certain kind of thinking and feeling. Act the way that you want to feel. There's a story I heard about a entrepreneur started this business and it was going good for a little while but before you know it, things started going south and he didn't know what to do. He was in debt, there were no new doors opening up, he had to let go of a whole bunch of staff. One day he went to a park, sat on a bench, had his head in his hands and said, God, what am I going to do? I need a miracle. Next thing you know, an older gentleman walks up to this man. They start talking. The older gentleman realizes that this guy's in a financial predicament and he feels that he can help him. And so after they finish talking, he writes him a check for $500,000. He gives him the check and he introduces himself as John D. Rockefeller. 
richest man in the world at the time. And he said, I want you to meet me here in one year and give me this money back. But I'm going to loan this to you because I think you have some good ideas and that you can make something happen. And so the old man leaves and this entrepreneur was just reinvigorated with a whole lot of life and energy. And he starts going to work. But he decided, you know what? I'm not going to use this money. I'm going to put this in a safe. But just knowing that I have it here is going to do something for me. And so he starts to open new opportunities and shake more hands and things start happening. Before you know it, his business is successful again. After one year, he goes back to that same park bench and he brings the original check that he had put away. Before you know it, that old man starts walking towards him. But behind him, there's a woman chasing him. And she grabs the old man by the arm, looks at the entrepreneur and says, oh, my God, is this man bothering you? I'm so sorry. He keeps escaping the nursing home and telling everybody that he's John D. Rockefeller. I'm sorry if he was bothering you. And then she takes him back. Now, was it the money that changed this guy's life? Or was it this newfound confidence that came from thinking that he had it? He acted like he had it, and so he got it. Because he was able to be it before he could see it. You got to be it before you can see it. You have to live into the realization of your blessedness. When you know that you are loved, that you have dignity and worth, that you are completely and totally accepted in the sight of God, that you are totally complete as you are, life changes because you change. And I hope you can hear that. Life changes when you change. When you change, you don't need circumstances to change. You don't need events to change. And thank God, you don't need people to change. Life will change because you change. And whatever you experience is a reflection of what you are projecting from your mind. And it's important to know that because if there's suffering in your life, there's a cause. And that cause is what you're thinking and believing about life. So if you can take a step back and do some work with what you're thinking and believing and align your thoughts with God's thoughts, align your being with God's being, now all of a sudden you will see life unfolding very differently. You have to act blessed if you want to be blessed. When you become a blessing, all you see are blessings. Look at this passage of scripture. Jeremiah chapter 17. Blessed is the one who trusts in God, whose confidence is in him. 
They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. Blessed is the one who trusts in God. This blessed mindset is simply about living in harmony with the way things are so that now you can see reality for what it is instead of allowing fear and insecurity to muddle your perception of what is real and what is true. To trust God so wholeheartedly, I like to use the phrase absolute dependence on God. When you live into this absolute dependence on God, you are content with whatever God makes of you and wherever God places you. And you're okay in the ups and in the downs. You can be like a tree that is planted by the water, that is fruitful in every season, no matter what. Because you are willing to bear whatever comes your way with acceptance and humility and patience. That's the key. Wherever life takes me, I am willing to go. That is the blessedness that you begin to experience when you trust in God that fully. It seems irresponsible to kind of Abandon yourself into divine providence like this. But it is the most responsible thing that you could do for your life and for the people that you love. To say, I'm going to take my hands off the wheel. I'm going to stop fighting with where this river is flowing. Because the current is really strong. And I can try and swim upstream, but how good is that going to work out for me? So I might as well enjoy the dang roller coaster. If your life is a roller coaster, you might as well put your hands up and smile because you're on the ride. <laughs> you're already on the ride. Look at what this scripture says. Ephesians 1.3, bless the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. He has, past tense, blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing that comes from heaven has blessed us. You are already loved. Love has been planted within you. Grace has already been given to you. Forgiveness already belongs to you. And the more you cultivate the presence of God in your life, the more evident the truthfulness of this will become to you. When your internal state shifts, when you can adopt this blessed mindset, you don't need the external world to give you a reason to be happy and grateful and appreciative because that is just the natural overflow of who you are, which is why you always hear me say, be happy for no reason at all. Because if there's a reason attached to your happiness, if it's a partner, if it's a job, if it's a social status, whatever it is, if there is a reason attached to your happiness, when that reason goes away, so will your happiness. But if you can be happy for no reason, 
Come what may, you'll be okay. That's the way it works. One more passage of scripture. I love this one. Psalm 23. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. Notice it doesn't say we have to go chasing after the good. We have to go chasing after the blessing. No, 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 no. When you're aligned, when you're operating in this state of blessedness, you don't have to chase after anything. It chases after you. It follows you. Absolutely. And for all the single people out here, this is an important thing to know. Because nobody likes neediness. Really. You actually repel people with neediness. You got to know what you're worth. You got to know who you are. Man, I hear a lot of, mm-hmm, hey, hey, man, yes, now they snapped. Poetry, poetry night at Hartway. Man, man, my sermon's looking different these days, boy. Looking real different. We got realizations. Man, I love it. What did Jesus say? Seek first the kingdom of God. All these things will be added to you. All these things will be added to you. And honestly, even if they're not, it's cool. (laughs) But they will be added to you. If you seek after God, whatever is for you will seek after you. That's it. Life, this this is what people mean when they talk about like attracting things into their life or manifesting the life that they want. It's it's this same principle. You got to be it before you see it. Life does not respond to what you desire. Life responds to who you are being. When you embody it, now you will see it come to pass. The issue is a lot of us aren't able to enter into that kind of uh, vibrational frequency until the circumstances are in place for us to finally feel like we're not frauds. You understand? But it's the same thing when it comes to becoming like God or becoming Christ-like or being the highest version of who you are, that process begins with you envisioning what you can be. Oh, I can, I can be like this. You see it embodied in Jesus, for example, or it can be anybody, really, but obviously Jesus is this beautiful, visible image of the invisible God. And a a beautiful example of what is possible for our humanity and the potential that we have within us. You envision it outside of you. You see what the possibility is. And the journey starts with you trying to be that. You try to be that. Eventually, you come to realize that is what I already am. I just think that I'm not. And the gap between you and that reflected image is now gone. 
So you're not just trying to be something. You are it. You are it. And you live in the reality of that. You walk in that. There's a cool little story illustration that I came across in a book the other day about a conversation that went down between the sun and a cave. The sun couldn't understand what the cave meant by dark and gloomy. The cave couldn't understand what the sun meant by light and clear. So the sun invited the cave to come up to see what he meant by light and clear. And so the cave was able to see, oh my goodness, this is light. This is clarity. Wow, thank you. Son, why don't you come visit my home so you can understand what dark and gloomy is? And so the sun comes down to visit the cave. And when he arrives, the son says, geez, looks the exact same. Looks the same here. When you are living in your blessedness, you see light everywhere. When, when you understand that you're already blessed, when you know that the whole thing is already rigged in your favor, when you understand that God is for you, not against you, when you trust that this is a friendly universe and that everything is here to contribute to your spiritual evolution because this is earth school and all the suffering and all the pain is just there to wake you up to yourself, to wake you up to the dream that you're believing, the illusion of fear that you're holding on to. When you see all of life as contributing to your spiritual endeavor, even what other people perceive to be darkness, you will perceive as light. You could be going through the most difficult situation ever, and other people may even have a, a kind of pity for you. But in your mind, what they think is darkness for you is light. Wherever you go, there the light is. You bring it with you. You understand? You bring it with you. This is why Jesus said, blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. When your heart has been purified by love, you see God in everything. In health, you see God, and in sickness, you see God. In good, you see God, and in bad, you see God. In riches, you see God, and in poverty, you see God. It's all God. All the way through. And for you to attain this state of blessedness is simply to see no difference between the two. Good, bad, bleh. What is that? Those are just horrible categories for us to use when we're describing life. What do you mean good, bad? Huh? What you think is good could end up being bad. What you think is bad could end up being good. So what is good? What is bad? I'd rather just say, God is good and everything is God. So it's all good. <laughs> really? 
It's all good. When I was in college, I used to always joke around with my roommates. Doesn't matter what was going on, something crazy happened. I just say, oh, it's all a part of the plan. It's all a part of the plan. I don't know what plan, whose plan, God's plan. Not mine, but it's all a part of the plan. You see how that's a, there's a, there's a, kind of like a little swag that comes with that, you know, but it's, it's a humble swag. <laughs> you know, it's a humble swag. It's all a part of the plan. It's all good. I don't need to rush to create meaning out of this circumstance or situation right now. It'll show itself to me in time. I'll see why this was necessary. But I don't need to know right now. And if you can get comfortable not knowing the meaning of the craziness in your life, you're good. You're good. You got laid off. I don't know what this means, but I'm not going to make it mean something that it's not. And if I'm approaching this from a place of fear and anxiety, I'm going to make it mean something that it's not. So just chill. Patience. Acceptance. Humility, you wait on God. You wait on God. Uh, I went to uh, Palm Beach Atlantic University for my undergrad studies. And I used to live on campus. That was crazy. I got hired at potential church down the road, big old mega church. They ordained me when I was 21. Who does that? <laughs> crazy people. I'm grateful they did. So from, man, even in those days, I was already working at this church. Wonderful experience, wonderful years that I had there. So I lived in West Palm, but then every weekend I would come back to lead worship and do what I was doing at the church. Anyhow, I loved when I lived on campus, built so many relationships. Every day when we would go eat in the cafeteria, on campus, there was this dude by the name of Christian. And he was a little different, but he was one of the nicest, kindest human beings that I had ever met in my life. And every single day without skipping a beat, he would come up to hundreds of students Thousands of students on that campus, as many as he could reach. And he would say, would you like to hear the word of the day? That's what he said. Would you like to hear the word of the day? Every morning he would memorize a Bible verse. And then he would spend the whole day sharing this word of the day with different students. Several times I myself would ask him. Christian, how you doing, man? Because he was just always with a smile on his face, always giving people the word of the day. Kind of wanted to build some sort of a relationship with him. And the thing about it was, like, a lot of students would make fun of him. A lot of students would kind of tease him because he was different. And so I, I tried to befriend him. I would see him. He was a little um, heavy set, And I would see him in the gym, working out, sweating, with a smile on his face. And I would ask him, Christian, how you doing? Every time he would respond by saying, I'm blessed by the best. <laughs> when I tell you every day, that's what this man would say. I'm blessed by the best. 
with a big old smile on his face. Oh, my God, it warmed my heart so much. 2015, Christian, I think he was like 28 years old, passed away on his way to a church service on Sunday morning. Now, this man who was saying, I'm blessed by the best, giving people a word of the day every morning. If you were to know even a little bit about his life, which I came to find out and what I heard also through the grapevine, this was a man who knew suffering. His parents abandoned him. His siblings wanted nothing to do with him. There will be some days where he was giving people the word of the day in the morning. And at night he was sleeping on the street, homeless. And so this guy made such an impact on the college campus that when he passed, the school made this plaque and hung it up in the cafeteria. And it says, he touched lives one table at a time as he shared the word of the day and reminded us daily how he was blessed by the best. Given by the students of 2013. Okay, so he passed in like 2012, 2013. Romans 8, 28. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Even just look at his, look at his face. Doesn't it just make you smile? Blessed by the best. Before he passed away, the school newspaper interviewed him. And I wrote down a quote that I want you to read from the article. He said, I'm the only Christian in my family. My mother and father left me. My brother and sister ran away. And people in my neighborhood try to get me to do things I'm not supposed to do. They even blackmail me. But I've got God with me. So everything's going to be all right. No need to worry about me. Isn't that special? It's incredible that somebody can go through the kind of things this man went through and still show up every day with a word in his heart, a smile on his face saying, I'm blessed by the best. I'm blessed by the best. It has nothing to do with your circumstances. It has nothing to do with your situation. It is all about your attitude and your state of mind. If you can just believe that you are blessed by the best. And there's no arrogance about this. It's a humility. It's the most humble thing. If you're going to boast about anything, boast in your weakness. I'm blessed not because I'm so special and I'm so awesome and I'm so rich and I'm so this and I'm so that. No, no, no. It's humble because it has nothing to do with you. You're blessed because you have this recognition that it isn't you making it all happen. It's God. It's God. That's why I'm blessed. No arrogance about it at all. What will block us from experiencing this? The belief that there's something missing. What will block us from experiencing this? The belief that what is happening right now shouldn't be happening. The belief that life needs to be something other than what it is. If you can realign yourself to just go with the flow of life, 
to ride the roller coaster with your hands up, to trust that God is going to put his hands on the wheel so that you don't have to. That's how you can experience this blessedness. And as you live in that and talk like that and act like that and speak like that, eventually all your life becomes is just you watching the beauty of it all unfold. You ever been at a place in your life after you've gone through some things where you say, I couldn't have planned this myself? You know what I'm saying? I literally could not have planned for it to work out this way myself. And yet here we are still trying to plan the whole thing. And it's like they say, when man makes plans, God laughs. God laughs. Let go. Let God. Go with the flow and know that you are blessed. You're already blessed. Nothing to seek after, nothing to chase after. Focus on God and let it all come to you. Let's pray. God, we're so grateful that you have already blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing. Joy and peace and abundance is our true nature. As we cultivate your presence, as we renew our minds with your truth, help us to walk in the reality of our blessedness. May you, by your spirit, work in our hearts so that there can be an internal shift that happens. May we know that we are already whole, already complete, as we are, trusting that our life is in your hands. And as we give ourselves over to you over and over and over again, may we be like trees that are planted by streams of water, always bearing fruit in season and out of season, not fearing drought. Because we know that you are with us and we are not alone and we are already blessed. We welcome and receive all of the blessings that you will send our way. We thank you in advance. Help us to be it before we see it. We trust you, God, with our lives. And we know that you are the one directing our path. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. Blessed by the best. Hey. If you didn't sign up for La Mesa, we're going to be at Doc B's 2 o'clock. You can still sign up online. We'd love to see you. If not, Wednesday we got groups, and then I'll see you next Sunday. God bless you guys. Bye.